0: And welcome to another episode of Who Gives a Hoot. I like uh, that we're on this rotation where uh, Ben and Riley aren't here, and then uh, we aren't there, and then Ben and Riley aren't here again. So, do we call this the Return of the A Team? A Team. <laughs> Sucker. All right, and we're we're joined um, for some specifically for the news segment by uh, General Manager of Union Omaha. Peter Marlette uh, and uh, future or current is school start
1: Oh, current Bellevue University student yes mm-hmm. I yeah. I did some reading actually uh, about an hour ago so yeah I'm, I'm diving right into it congratulations
0: man that's awesome oh, thank you well welcome back to school uh, <laughs> no we hit the same time as all the kids around here you know feeling must be feeling pretty youthful
1: I don't know about that um, I can't believe that I committed myself to another year and a half two years of school I think for somebody uh, who despised school as much as I did for the first 12 to 16 <laughs> grades, um, to now be working, just beginning my my second master's degree, sounds like a really dumb choice. But well, it, it, it'll work. I mean, it's through the fantastic team partner Bellevue University. Yeah. And, uh, exactly. Yeah, and, and league partner now, official uh, official education yeah. partner of USL. So. Uh, you know, with, with the deal that they're offering, both Union Omaha and USL employees and their families, you know, how, it would have been irresponsible not to pursue it. Uh, it's such a good partnership for everybody involved. It's awesome. Now, the
0: important question, since you put out
1: uh,
0: job postings for the street team, is that Bellevue University discount available to the street team members?
1: You know what? It, it honestly may be.
0: I'd have, I'd, have, <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'd
1: have to read the fine print, but <laughs> a, I might <laughs> become a
0: street team <laughs> member. Yeah. Right? Master's degree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, in other, well, I mean, it's okay news. Let, let's uh, let's call it what it is. Uh, September 25th, Union Omaha is not playing at Warner Park for a home game. Uh, they're they're going to be moving to. Uh, it's a little... Some little, little talk, stadium. Little stadium. Downtown Omaha. Downtown Omaha. Uh, Morrison? Yeah, is, that, that, is that what it's, it's called? called, Peter? Morrison? It's called <laughs> Morrison Stadium, yes. Uh, and it's on the University of the no Name School. Just... Uh, it's Creighton University. They're not even a university of. Creighton oh. University. Oh, it's just Creighton University. Just Creighton yeah. University. So, let, let's, let's talk about this. Um, Union Omaha... Playing on a soccer-specific or at a soccer-specific stadium. Are we playing North Carolina for that game, or? Uh, that? It's, uh, Tucson. 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 And I mean, Tucson's a tough one. This will be uh, the last time we play Tucson. It will be. This will be the fourth. Barring weather, we thought it was going to be the last time huh. we played Madison too, and yeah. here we go. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least if you get flooded out down here, your car is going with it. <laughs> You can't say that when I take a drink of beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, talk talk about uh, you know, the need for the move. Uh, yeah.
1: Um, well, I, I mean, the, the move was uh, precipitated or, or forced by MILB uh, adjusting their end-of-season schedule and scheduling some Chasers games um, that were initially not there uh, a little deeper into September, um, which is actually, I mean great for the chasers because i I was at i was at the game you know right before coming here uh they've got some awesome prospects so it's another opportunity for you know baseball fans in omaha to watch those those guys play uh before they inevitably get get the call up um so so that's exciting for them and what at first internally caused me a great deal of panic and uh and stress when when the news was was broken to me, um, really quickly transitioned in my mind to a, a great opportunity for Union Omaha. Um, you know, I, uh, I'm personally uh, not, not shy about my uh, affinity for downtown stadiums and soccer um, in the U.S. And as much as Warner Park has been a fortress for us and we love it there and our grounds crew makes the pitch, Playing surface phenomenal. The atmosphere is good. There absolutely no complaints at all about Warner Park. But we all of a sudden get a test drive, test drive uh, at a downtown stadium. And and I mean selfishly for me, um, Morrison is a a block away from my apartment, so I'll be walking to the game. I can't wait. Um, So yeah, it's it was a unlucky situation that really quickly for everybody in the front office turned into an awesome opportunity and we're excited to play downtown in morrison
0: now with with it being downtown i i know a lot of people who are used to the sprawling endless parking lots of warner park are going to be a little bit worried about the the parking situation in downtown omaha which has three spaces for every employee
1: Fair enough. Yeah, um, and that's something we considered as well. Um, those that do have parking passes uh, with their, whether it's with their season tickets or whether they purchase them in advance, will have parking at the stadium. They have that's covered. Uh, but those that don't, um, I mean, public transportation is an option. Um, you know, ideally we'll be we'll be doing something not too far away from the stadium as a pregame. You know, show up to that and walk over with uh, with you guys. Maybe I don't know. You know, there's still some things uh, to nail down. But if you bought a parking pass, you will have your parking spot. Uh, and otherwise, there's options. Well,
0: I, I think something to to really plug here is especially for people who live in West Omaha, where you don't necessarily worry about getting to and from Warner Park because it's no five, ten minutes there. But we've got that five-minute drive in West Omaha, whereas here you can park at West Roads Mall. Jump on Orbit. Jump on Orbit, which may still be running for free by then. Uh, Take that downtown. Takes 15, 20 minutes from there. Saves you having to drive down Dodge. Saves you having to return after four or five beers at, at the stadium down Dodge.
1: Uh, and, and listen, I'd encourage people who are, you know, all of a sudden having a longer commute than they're accustomed to, uh, make a night of it. There's some great restaurants around here. some great places to grab a drink not too far from the stadium. You know, come out, pregame with you guys, pregame, your, you know, however you want to do it. Um, come out, have an awesome time at the stadium, and then spend a little more time downtown. You know, there's, there's plenty of good things to, uh, to do around here. You don't have to make it just a trip to come watch a soccer game and then drive back out. I mean, that's a good enough reason, but downtown Omaha has got plenty to offer.
0: And even if you're not uh, staying directly in the Old Market, North Downtown, uh, downtown area, even you're on your drive back home or drive down, you've got all of the districts of Omaha. So there, yeah. there's definitely some options. Or if you uh, live in council bluffs like me, you could, uh, you know, just park on the other side of Bob and walk across. We, we have plenty of people too, like Ben who ride bikes yep. Ben could just bike to Creighton that day. Yeah. And be, and be at the stadium. You can leave his house five minutes and be like, then bike there. So there's, there's a lot of cool options there. Yeah. Uh, I think probably the, the biggest question with this um, you, you've talked about, about the pitch there the seating wise uh, you know, seats have been sold at Werner Park for a 9,000 person stadium Creighton has maybe 2,500 fixed seats and a max cap of about 6,000 hopefully there's not an empty seat there but for those season ticket holders uh, curious about that When will they be able to hear where those seats that they purchased for Werner Park uh, will be equivalent seat to?
1: Uh, Well, right now, or they may already know. I know we were fielding some calls already about it. Um, But the way that we're going to be working that is anybody who purchased, uh, who is either a season ticket holder uh, or who purchased a ticket outside of the berm in advance of this game, uh, will be able to uh be seated in the in the seats on the west side of the stadium there's about 2000 or so seats right there uh it is going to be general admission in those seats For those people with the exception of field level seat holders who will be in the front row. Hmm. Otherwise it's GA but any season ticket holder or anybody who has purchased a non-Berm ticket in advance of the game will have a seat in the stadium. Everything else will be GA Um, so you know having a seat on the west side on the sideline you know it's it's a great view of the stadium great view of downtown it's it's a good place to be.
0: Yeah, I've, I've sat in those seats for Creighton. Yeah, they are amazing seats yeah. to have. Yeah. And I've been on the end line too, where the Creighton students normally sit, and those bleachers. That place—that's a—that's a good spot
1: too, right behind that goal. So the, you're talking the bleachers on the downtown side, the yeah. south side. Yeah, the south side. Be, so that is my my thought and my hope is that is that Parliament and all our supporters groups uh, and those who want to get a little more rowdy, make a little more noise. My hope is that they'll congregate there. Uh, We are going to rope it off and make sure people know it is a supporters group section. It is intended for drums and flags and loud noise.
0: Well, I I think one of the big things that talking to to Chris Headley of Union Army, um, they've got their own drums now. And they're they're
1: killing it with those. Yeah, Yeah,
0: Parliament has a very good drum line Combining that, oh, that's going to be a noisy game. So if you uh, if you are not comfortable sitting around a bunch of rowdy people with drums and flags, that is not the game to be in the supporter section.
1: And, and there's going to be lots of other places to be where you can enjoy that from a distance without being caught up in it. So, um, I personally, I'm I'm really excited about this yeah. game. It was really stressful over the last three weeks, month or so, to make sure that we could secure the stadium, uh, to coordinate everything with, with Creighton and their athletic department, but they've been great. Brandon McCarville there has been phenomenal to work with, uh, and, and everybody we've worked with. Um, it's I, going to be a unique game experience.
0: That's awesome to hear They just since they just transitioned too, because Rasmussen leaving, they just announced their new AD today. Um, you know, so for them to still be that, that smooth of a process going through that kind of transitions, great to hear.
1: Yeah, and you know, there was there was a lot of stuff to talk through. This is not a standard event at that stadium. Right. This is gonna, we're going to bring in a lot of people to this game. Uh, Luke as you mentioned, um, you know, around 6,000 to 7,000 total capacity. Uh, we're hoping to fill that up and and you know I said it in my tweet to my 30 followers or whatever <laughs> it was this morning uh, but those seats are going quickly uh, since the announcement this morning we've sold tickets so uh, we're hoping to sell it out
0: well and we're what three weeks out now for oh just about three yeah, three, yeah. yeah. Uh, recording this on the 31st of August and that's a September 25th game at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Yeah, nothing, so. nothing changed in our schedule that way, which was nice too. Exactly. Yeah, against honestly, Tucson is the most fun team we play. It's always a tough game. Yep. While they may be low in the standings, they are not a weak side. It's going to be probably the most entertaining game. Mm-hmm. Uh, get Omaha fully behind the boys, and I, I think that's just know sets up for for just the imagination to flow Absolutely. and I, i'm gonna pull it to um before i bring it back to the actual game to a question we we've, we've heard from a number of uh number of people is this a good test run for the club building a stadium specifically downtown
1: well it's um our our principal owner gary green and our ceo gary will uh you know, he, he calls the fact that we are looking into building a stadium um, the worst kept secret, secret in Omaha, I believe. Um, but you know, obviously, I can't go into real details about this. But um, we're exploring all different options and all different locations, and this is a this is really good timing to test out. Uh, what a downtown stadium might look like and and what a turnout at a downtown stadium might look like. I think what you just said about since the announcement, tickets have already been starting to get
0: sold, shows how much people appreciate. I mean, they they know Morrison. They understand it's a soccer stadium. Probably getting some of those Creighton fans that are willing to buy some of those tickets up. and I mean, I I think that shows people are, are wanting to at least experience that that way. Well, I mean, I just love any time I'm driving to to Benson from Council Bluffs to to Midtown for our watch parties at at Rathskeller with Parliament that I drive by a beautiful soccer-specific stadium and one which the team I support most does not play at. And now I I can, can look at that as I'm driving past and go, we got a game there, but just... Really gets that gets the imagination brewing on that. Now, selfish question <laughs> about Creighton, and you may not have the answer to this yet. For Creighton games, uh, you know I've been to a handful there. It's uh, Oktoberfest, being one of my favorites to go to. That's coming up here. They've got a great billboard on the interstate for that. Beer is always limited. Uh, alcohol sales are always limited to only one side of the stadium. And I know that may be collegiate rules,
1: but will that be... We, beer sales and alcohol sales will be throughout concessions at the stadium. All right.
0: Excellent. So, I mean, especially since that's one I can take public transit to, Maine... Might as well tie one on. <laughs> and that's different from other games, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, not tying one on out in, uh, out in Sarpy. No, enjoying a few. <laughs> I, I will say uh, there was a few people that were uh, a little hesitant because we have to access our tickets a different way. Yeah. I personally went on today. Uh, and it, They do all their stuff through Ticketmaster, so if you already have the Ticketmaster account, they're there. And you can add them to your wallet, you know, it was super easy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and listen, if you are having any issues with that, um, I mean, I heard Josh fielding calls plenty today. Josh Tindler to our, our ticket rep, he knows exactly how to walk people through it. Uh, if you have any questions, just just give us a call and, and we'll talk you through it. It's pretty, pretty simple, but we're more than happy to help.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it, when if you go straight through Ticketmaster, it won't necessarily pull. But yeah. if you go through the Creighton portal, um, if you've ever bought tickets to any Creighton game whatsoever, it'll pull right there. Download it to my Google Pay. Uh, you download it to your Apple Pay. Yep. And you know, That's works right wherever. It, it's great. Yeah. Um, so, needless to say, I think we're excited. Me too. Sounds like you're excited. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We took what the first 15 minutes talking about a game that is, we have a game in between, but yeah, I mean it's awesome. A that we're playing couple, yeah. Well, and um, I know Josh is excited because he's a his Council Bluffs boy. Uh, that that's another you know person who's driving four miles instead of 25 to a game. Uh, <laughs> definitely definitely a good good selling point. So if yeah. you're you're listening, you have friends who've ever considered coming out, make sure they are getting those tickets ASAP because Peter's saying they're selling quick
1: yeah they're going quickly and it's a smaller stadium than what we're accustomed to so uh, yeah no need to wait all right Uh, I should say $15 general admission ticket
0: all right so it's one dollar more expensive but you know you're paying for that premium premium level soccer specific stadium although I'll say $13.50 1350 for a berm ticket, but with fees it ends up being like sixteen fifty, so well and probably about it's, the same cost.
1: Yeah, and, and it's a berm ticket as compared to a GA ticket at this stadium, which right. is much tighter to the field, uh, with the exception of the west end, which will be reserved for season ticket holders and those that have already purchased tickets. And the south end, which will not be reserved but will be roped off and intended for supporters section uh you know you can get a midfield seat 10 yards away from the sideline if you want it for 15 dollars, which you're not getting at warner park so are you
0: saying unlike a baseball stadium converted for soccer
1: a soccer specific stadium there's not a bad seat in the house i would say that there's not a bad seat in the house at warner park either but you will be closer to the sideline no doubt about that. All right. Uh, okay.
0: I'm going to move it on to something a little bit less exciting. And we're, we're going to keep you around for the news section, at least. And I, I do want your opinion on this as there's a, a, you know, you were putting feet shots on the internet today. Uh, <laughs> we didn't make team of the week two weeks in a row. I thought our defense played one hell of a game against a side that was surging with seven straight successes. Um, And as we're seeing, has a history of putting guys into great programs. Um, Ricardo Pepe most famously today being uh, reporting for uh, World Cup qualifiers. Um, What what are your thoughts there that at very least uh, our defense or Rashid who... Played lights out that game.
1: Yeah, well, I I think Rashid suffers a little from being so good. Being so good, yeah, <laughs> exactly, I, exactly. Uh, the the people voting on team of the week and you know uh, save of the week, whatever it may be, you can't put Rashid on it every week, uh, whether he deserves it or not. Uh, but I think the the biggest talking point for me speaking about our defending. Uh, from NTSC last Saturday was definitely uh, Blake Malone stepping into the center back position, and and uh, you know really really performing well under tough circumstances. We knew that uh, we knew that Jay Kroll was gonna. Was going to do what he does every game. He, he's 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 a consistent center back. You know what you're going to get from him, and it's going to be a good, solid performance, good defensive performance. He's going to complete a lot of passes. Uh, but it was Blake's first start for us, and he hasn't had a ton of oh, minutes. Omaha native
0: Blake. Bolo. Omaha native. Blake <laughs> I, I have to say that because Blake's dad does listen to the pod and has called me out on that before. <laughs> Uh, Blake, yeah, he does call us out quite a bit. It, it, it's, okay. it's fair. It's, it's fair. Yeah, it's always fair. Uh, oh, I, Blake, stepped up in such a big yeah. way, big time. Uh, and he, like Jaime did the week before, but to a different level against a different level team.
1: Yeah, to, to keep a clean sheet under those circumstances in your first start for this club when, when frankly. Blake hasn't had a ton of minutes for us this right. season no. just because they haven't been available. Yeah. It, it's no it's no slight on his yeah. game. They're just not there. Uh, but to step in and take full advantage of a starting debut like that is is phenomenal. And, and I remember um, uh, during that game, uh, my, my parents were in town for the game. Luke, I know you met him. I don't know. Uh, uh, others may have. I know JR did as well. Um, but... Uh, both of my parents, huge soccer people, huge sports people. Your and dad played, didn't he? My my dad was was an all American and and played played collegiately, uh, and um, Blake Blake made a tackle in the second half, and my dad and kind of kind of looked over at me and said, "Kid's playing, kid's, <laughs> yeah. kid's really doing it," and and he was right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, what I liked about Blake too was for his first start. He kind of kept that edge and attitude about him, too. That he went in for the tackles, but he also didn't back down. You know, he, he, he kept that attitude going. And for, for a guy that's here on loan, uh, a guy that could have let not getting a lot of minutes get to him, he just kept grinding, and he got his chance, and he, he really showed out. And I thought Jake had a fantastic match. I said that to Luke on the berm. I was like, man, Jake has been everywhere
1: tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. D- Jake was awesome. And, and maybe we're giving... You know, Blake all the accolades because, again, kind of like Rashid, we know what Jake gives us. Yeah, I mean, but he was Jake great. played
0: played as good as usual. Yeah, like right, yeah, yeah,
1: right?
0: <laughs> no, right. I, and Jake he stepped up um, with a second game in a row with a new partner, yeah. and it shows how good he can do regardless of who he's paired next to. If Jay ever broke with tradition and went away from the four-four-two. I could see Jake anchoring a back line with only three there. I, I think he's that good and has really grown into himself uh, throughout Absolutely. this. So why didn't Jake make team of the week? I didn't, who were the defenders? So, I didn't even see. I mean, it was I like could look it up too. I, I think it was North Carolina on there because because they didn't <laughs> get four goals scored on. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Like it, it was it was a rough one, but. Along that line, Ben brought up some very hard facts in his hashtag data dump, available at wghmedia.com. We're in a scoring drought. And as of our three scoring droughts, one of them was the (laughs) offseason. Yeah, that was a fun one for him to throw in there. Yep. The other one was... I think it was last year when, that, during our loss, that three-game right, yeah. stretch we lost. Uh, like when Domi had his ribs broken, and well, then came off the bench and scored. Yeah, yeah, um, a game winner. No less. Yeah. Loss. yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, Domi ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> right now, coming Saturday, we'll hit 36 days and 373 minutes without a goal. Personally, my thoughts on this, and. Ben may have data and going to his weird sources, <laughs> you know, calling on his voodoo priestess and doing doing what he needs to, to to get the numbers to fit. I think they're just shutting out Greg. The teams know he's good and the service isn't quite getting to him, but we know what Greg can do there. And... Teams are throwing two, three guys on him. Well, especially it, with Evan having been out for a while. Yeah. You know, Ricky Ricky came in. He played He played in Chattanooga, but they hadn't been playing together a whole lot. No. You know, we're playing a midfielder that likes to be a destroyer up top. I mean, I love Devin, but I, I love him a lot it, more when he's in the midfield. I mean, his Canadian tuxedos say he's here for business. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah. Listen, our, there is that gold route. You know, that's there's nothing we can say about that. Um, but I think uh, further along in, in that data dump that he did, talked about how we are giving up less goals uh, recently. And at the end of the day, this is a long season, and teams, the teams that find a way to get points. Are the ones that are going to be successful, and there's no doubt that that's what Union Omaha has been, even without scoring goals recently. Uh, I'll also say, um, if you look at a forward like Greg Hurst, uh, the guy's going to get goals. It's going to come. It's I, I'm not I'm not in the least bit concerned about that. Now with Evan coming back to fitness, obviously that's going to help, and and Ricky. Oh, the, the, that North Texas keeper saving his header in about the 80th oh, minute. that Because he couldn't have done anything more with no. it. It was perfect. The MVP of that game was the North Texas
0: keeper. Yeah. Easily. Like, as oh, good as yeah. Rashid's saves were, the amount of saves that that keeper had to make to keep that a nil-nil draw. Right. like She doesn't listen to this podcast, so even though I'm going to mention my wife, who does not watch soccer at all, comes to Union Omaha games with me, but really doesn't watch... She also doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it works out for me to say this, but it's not a slight at all, but even she looked at Luke and I during those last, what, 10 minutes or so, and she was like, this guy's amazing. Like, he's saving all kinds. And because there were some... Doyle had that one rocket that... Unbelievable. The technique involved in that is... The fact that that kid just... he grabbed it like it was nothing. I'm still wishing we had a goal cam, because I was pretty sure that keepers had to step back into the goal with the
1: ball. Yeah. I but don't know. That yeah. that kid
0: was amazing. Goal line technology next up for USL League 1.
1: Um, but <laughs> but yeah, in, in terms of the the goal drought that we've been on, yeah, it's there. It, you know, it's it's minutes, it's statistics, but I'm not at all concerned about our goal scoring players on the on the field. As I was saying uh, about Ricky, you know, that header got saved. He's going to get one, and then they're going to roll. That guy is a goal scorer. It just takes breaking the ice and getting the first one. We know Greg Hurst is a proven goal scorer in this league, and frankly, he's he's going to score goals at any level he plays at. And now we've got Evan Conway back, who is a threat every single game that he's in. So the fact that we were able to get through this drought, getting the points that we did— Is key. That's yeah. what a season is kind of made of. And I've said that a few times this season. Um, when we've talked, when we've all been together, is
0: you know last year a few of these droughts or some of these lulls that we had resulted in losses, and lo- more lost points. But we found this way of, of at least getting points out of most of these games. I mean, our, one of our losses, midweek game to Madison, that was kind of rough in that stretch. But then the other one is to Chattanooga, who I mean, besides us, is clearly. A top two team. I mean, we were the two top teams, losing one nil on the road to well, under, under, her,
1: under very difficult circumstances. To, yeah, to starting be,
0: a, an academy player at center back. To be very fair, the amount of shade they were throwing at Rashid during that game was incredible. Uh, their their fans were not the kindest to to our on field players. Great, great to talk to, uh, but they. Rashid was uh, dealing at it from both ends. Yeah. Um, so I I'm thinking that we're we're gonna see something happen in North Carolina. Oh, yeah, I think I think Saturday. I mean, we'll talk about it more in the preview, but they they aren't exactly a strong defensive team. They're giving up goals. So I, I think if we don't see one or two, I'd be shocked. Before we kick you out of here, I I want to get your prediction.
1: I don't make predictions. He said pain. All right, all right. We tried. We said (laughs) the we
0: said the eight teams here. Mr. T said pain. (laughs) Prediction on the amount of tickets sold for
1: Morrison. I'm hoping for a minimum of six thousand. I want to I want to sell that stadium out. All right That'd be far and away one of the largest
0: single games attendance wise in probably both leagues Uh, I mean considering I think there are only two stadiums that are large enough to to hold that uh, outside of Warner Park and that is um, City Stadium at Richmond and Was it Medlife in North Carolina? I think there was yeah seven thousand I don't know about championship though. I don't know where they're at with size of stadiums. Well, I mean, but we're, looking, looking, we're at their... looking at League One. We're looking yeah, at League One. But even at the USL Championship level, we've been pretty competitive with our attendance numbers. We have not been the worst in Championship.
1: No. <laughs> no, we're about middle of the table in Championship yep, which attendance-wise. Is, it's pretty fantastic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Six thousand would be great. I, I think the last time Morrison's had that many
1: was a high school state championship
0: game. But yeah, the the state championships I believe sell out every year.
1: Yeah. Well, well, they also had a uh, a women's national team mm. game years ago that had. North of seven thousand. USA I versus Sweden. Uh, yeah, I Sweden yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And I mean, they had to expand that. The the issue with Morrison is the limited fixed seating, so it's harder to really. Especially that east side where yeah. it's kind of like stone Tier, steps, tiered berm. <laughs> yeah, tiered berm. It's it's rough there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they threw some drink rails in there, it'd be a lot easier <laughs> to do. But you know, you don't want to encourage those college students too much. Uh, why not? But, <laughs> but well, Peter, uh, thanks for stopping by for for the news portion. Yeah, why, um, why don't you go home and study or something? Yeah, yeah I think I have to. I can't <laughs> believe it.
1: <laughs> All, right. All right, thanks All right, man. guys. Thank you so much. Yep, see ya.
0: Well, thanks, Peter, for uh, stopping by. Yep, bye, Peter. He had no. to go study. Studying. <laughs> He's getting an MBA for God's sakes. What? A well, what's his second MBA? No, his first one wasn't an NBA. No. but it was it was Swiss. <laughs> what Swiss equivalent? <laughs> um, so let's uh, let's talk about the North Texas game. We already did a little bit of a breakdown. Um, yeah, talking about Blake Malone, but nil-nil draw. I, like I said, I, I, we off air. Uh, one of the more entertaining nil-nil draws you're going to see. Um, I had a friend there with me and his kids and. Uh, he's a big soccer fan, Juventus fan, he watches a lot of, you know, he watches EPL, he does fantasy leagues. Uh, he's watched a lot of Union Omaha matches on ESPN+. Plus. And, um, you know, I, I said to, he said partway through the game, he's like, wow, this has really been a back and forth match. And I said, you know, usually between Omaha and North Texas, it's a pretty back and forth match. Um, wish we could have gotten a goal, but I, I, there's not many draws you can watch that are that exciting. And I don't think there was an opportunity for goal that we didn't try. That, yeah. As we said, that keeper stood on his head. I would also say on the other end, I never felt like they were super threatening to score on us either. No, they, they had a couple good opportunities, a couple good shots on they're, goal. They're but they always were always covered. Yeah. Always. Rashid, as we've yeah. said again and again on this pod, is next-level keeper and, again, showed it against a – first-class team have they released the updated um, Golden Glove no I, yeah. I think those usually come Wednesday Is it Wednesdays okay uh, but let's uh mean, man of the match yeah so uh, they do the vote right the Twitter yeah. vote and stuff back-to-back weeks we've had we, we voted our goalkeeper Shido as man of the match I guess my question really is, how do we feel about it? When I know Ben and uh, Riley talked about this a little bit last week about, you know, how do you feel about but we didn't really get a way in. How do you feel about having our keeper be the man of the match? I mean, when our keeper plays like Rashid does, not to take anything away from our defense, because our defense is right. making it so he doesn't have to make as many saves, but when he's making the saves he does, I... I don't think there's a better option. Yeah, especially when we're not scoring, but we're keeping a one nothing yep. loss or a nil nil draw. Because what Ben's saying hashtag Data Dump we have we've scored eight and nine games, but we've only conceded six. Yeah. So I mean we're yeah we're sitting we're sitting in a spot where we have the best defense in the league. Yeah. And we're relying on that defense to get us through this scoring drought we talked about, with Peter. Yeah. I would say the the Chattanooga voting Rashid man of the match was almost like a default because you lose one nil. The offense didn't look I mean it looked okay but we still looked a little disjointed on offense that who it was kind of like who else I think Rashid was was above and beyond our, one of our best players on the field against against North Texas his leadership especially looking at the beginning of last season to where he is now has just grown to a point where Absolutely. he's commanding that back line even when you've got the captain on the back line yep. Rashid is making the calls yep. making the right calls again and again and guys like Blake and Jaime who yeah. don't really have the experience playing with the team can look to Rashid for leadership there which is huge well and I, I was just going to say He's, this is a third straight game with, a, with three different center back pairings. You know, Jake being the consistent person, right? We had three games ago it was Dalton, then we had Jaime, and then we had Blake. And so, I think that shows how much of a leader Shido's become. That you can lead the back line, talk to those guys, when it's different people hearing the message. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I I I don't think there's going to be much stopping him from that Golden Glove. No. We would have to go on some insane like level of giving up a crap ton of goals all of a sudden. Against teams, as we're coming up on them, we'll talk about in a little bit here, that aren't really scoring goals at a high clip right now. Yeah. So, I mean... All he's going to do is continue to gather shutouts. I mean, shutouts to the point that Football for the World was like, man, we should have done this as a shutout uh, pledge drive <laughs> and not a goal-scoring drive because Shido's, like, just crushing it right now. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. And I, I'm looking forward to how he finishes out the season, especially with a lot of those matches being played at home. Yeah, October well, uh, October's pretty much all at home, right? Uh, outside of North Texas? Outside of North Texas? I feel like we have one other away match there, but I'll pull it up real quick. We, that, I, w- I was gonna say this when Peter was on, but we we ran out of time with him. But I think right now feels like de- a little bit more like desperation for people because at this point, game what number of games last year, we were at the end of the season. Yeah. Versus right now, we were mid season. Yeah. And I think that's what Peter was trying to say is like everybody calm down because. We can find it again. We have a bunch of games left where we can find our form. Well, and I mean, if Rashid ever gets to the point where he's feeling tired, we've seen Kevin handle it. Absolutely. Like, Kevin, uh, second string there, is a guy who can step up and make some great plays, yep. great leader on the back line, a lot of veteran experience. And as you get to those three games in one week, with especially with the Madison uh, reschedule, we're we're sitting, uh, pardon the pardon the just horrible mess <laughs> in safe hands. Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about the terrible music that's playing right now. Oh, I, I was <laughs> I was gonna comment on how good the music was uh, throughout this, but. Until Godsmack was on? Yeah. Uh, so we have 11 matches left. Seven of our 11 matches are at home. Yep. October bookends. So we start October 1st at Tormenta and in North Texas. Everything in between that is home matches. Yeah. So, I mean, the reality is, is for all these guys, that's going to feel really good. They don't have to travel. Mm-hmm. They get to sleep in their own beds. They get to have this routine. Having five home matches in a row, which really was supposed to be four, until that Madison match got, got rescheduled, I, I think it's just going to do nothing but help them. And I think we're going to improve on the fact that we have more draws than wins at home right now as the rest of the season goes on. Yeah. And part of the reason we have more draws than wins at home is because we haven't played a lot at home, even though we've played a lot of matches. Yeah, I mean, with that, especially what was the June where we had six matches away? Okay. Yeah, well, that's the, right, these, the flip yep. stretch. We had... F- Five or six away, okay. and we're going to get yeah. five at home. I mean, it's it's kind of just that flip. Another reason why we should build our own stadium. As I look at a baseball stadium that's downtown, oh, they, pretty much it's empty except for three weeks out of June, yep. and and then I can see the lights of the soccer specific stadium Ooh. that's also downtown. That's a beautiful stadium, by the way. Oh uh, yeah, it it really is. Um, we talked about it a little bit with Peter, with Blake. Or Balake Malone, Malone. I, I mean, you couldn't ask more from the guy. The only thing that worries me about him getting more starting time is a lol's back on. Yeah. And we all know I'm in a Lall stand. Yeah. He may, he may have his last name on one your, on your kit. Yeah. Last year's. He he, he, he definitely- earned it. He definitely earned that one. Yeah. Um, Ilal as a potential center back pairing with Jake or Dalton. Yeah. We've seen that work. But the only thing I like about it, I don't know where Ilal's fitness has been. Yeah. Because during the time he wasn't allowed to practice with the team. Yep. I don't know what his fitness looks like. Knowing that Blake. We have three good and really with Jaime if we needed to with an emergency, we have four guys that can step in. Yep. Jaime did not have a bad match. They protected him a lot, which is fine. You, you do that with an eight, 17, 18 year old kid. But Blake stepped in and he looked like a pro. yeah and, and that's what there's nothing more we could ask for him. I mean I would I know he hasn't gotten a lot of minutes. I'm sure his home club probably wishes he was getting more. But, man, to step in in the middle of the season after playing a handful of minutes to play a full 90 yeah, and show out like he did. Um, you know, Ben brought up in hashtag data dump again uh, about... At WGHmedia.com. .com. Uh, but him just, like, even... I didn't want to say this in front of Peter to put him in a weird position, but, like, even just, like, standing over guys and just, like, mean-mugging guys, like, I love that attitude out of the center yeah. back. Like, those are the guys outside of maybe, like, that destroyer midfielder that you need to just have an attitude. Yeah, no, I mean, his mean mugging, his tenacity out there is just huge. I mean, that that's something that the team needs more of. That's why guys like uh, Devin... Uh, Absolutely know, to a certain extent, Dami. That was that was the next name in, in my head too. Uh, yeah. Sosa. Yep. Like, Emir. Just. Oh yeah, absolutely. They they take those physical challenges and they turn them to a head game. Yeah, and I mean, Dami talked about it when he was on with us, right? He talks to people in Spanish, knowing that ninety percent of them can't understand him, so he can just keep making them upset about that. But what I liked about it was. You know, I think a lot of us weren't sure on Blake as far as talent. He is confident in himself and in his talent, mm-hmm. and he got to prove it and show that he is that good. And I don't care if somebody's arrogant if they're good. Yeah. Like if you're gonna come out and act like that, but you're showing it that, that you're good enough to do that, be who you are. Then you know, I mean, I, I get more upset when people are arrogant and they don't back it up. Uh, we were talking about off off air. We were talking about Husker football. There's a few people on that staff that act arrogant, and I don't think that they've earned it when you've only won 12 games as a staff. But the other thing I was thinking, though, is if Elal needs to get to match fitness, knowing that Blake can rotate in now and and show that show that he has that talent if we need him to allows Elal to build up to being able to start again and play again, which is nothing but a benefit to our team. Where we, for how long, have talked about we don't have defensive cover and we were worried about that. I think we've shown that maybe we did, we just weren't using it. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we've talked through Jake. Yeah. I I think he's just been flying under the radar all season. And the fact he hasn't made a team of the week. Yeah. It's kind of surprising. When we started the season, uh, like winter time, when we were first, you know, I was first on, Ben was on, we talked about what is a Jay Mims guy. Yep. Jake is shown to be a Jay Mims guy. Yeah. He wasn't getting playing time, he wasn't first choice. Weird circumstances forced him into the end of the starting lineup. And he's just shown that. I, I kept grinding, I kept doing my thing, and now I can show you why I kept grinding. And he could have easily been a guy from last year to this year that was just like, you know what, you guys have given up on me. And he didn't get he didn't get that attitude. He stuck with it, and he's playing out of his mind right now. Yeah, he, he could have been stagnant, but he, he stepped up and stepped up in yeah. a very big way and has earned his butt in the starting lineup. And I don't, I mean, we can't hear on broadcasts Right, So I don't know how vocal he was in Chattanooga. Um, but man, I thought he was really vocal against North Texas. Uh, talking was, to Blake, talking to Sosa, Dami. He, he was vocal in Chattanooga. I love that because, yeah. again, a guy that wasn't a starter at the beginning of the season, they got yeah. kind of well fell it, into the role in a way. And, and as we were talking, uh, Mean Muggin, and <laughs> the, the fire he has now, he... For being the nicest guy. I was going to say, he's like the quietest, nicest dude. But for, for being that and, and coming on, he just really has has yeah. taken it to the next level. Um, uh, we Man. Okay, I, I put this last bullet point in this outline because we've talked a lot this season about us kind of backing off sometimes at the end of matches when we have a lead. And I know we didn't have a lead. It was still a draw. But, man, did we show we can turn it on when we need to. I mean, what was it, the last 10, 15 minutes was probably when a majority of our actual shots and shots on goals started coming in. Yeah. Uh, we talked with, with Peter about Ricky's header. Doyle's, that volley, or half volley, I don't remember how he caught it. But, man, if that would have gone in, I said to you on the berm, that would have been up for goal of the season. Definitely up for goal it, of the week. That was shot of the season. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they if they if they uh, measured that without it being a goal, yeah. I mean that just shows you how good that keeper was playing. Uh, do we want to? I mean we, we kind of danced around North Texas with Peter and talked about it a little bit. Um, sounds like his parents had a good time. Do we want to talk about Saturday? Well, let's uh, let's talk about North Carolina. North Carolina. The, okay, I admitted this to Luke. Uh, I do not like the way the league sets up the, the um, their record because in Europe, it's usually win, draw, loss. So I'm like, oh, they only have 10 draws. That's crazy. I thought they were worse than that. And then, no, they do win, loss, draw. Um, so 10, 10 losses on the season. They The wins they've had have been... Giant killers? Yes. I, I worry about that. Us going down there they've got a great stadium their fan value has been lacking a little bit since moving down to to league one yeah however it it worries me a little bit that we're, we'll be going down there i think we're up to full strength especially yeah. with conway being back in um if alal's back in the lineup uh, or even on the bench, that's yep. that's a good sign there. I mean, so their home record is 3-5, and they have no draws at home. Yeah. So half of their losses have been at home, half on the road. Yeah. So, But that also means it's all or nothing with them. Yeah. So I, I don't know that we go down there. Uh, I brought it up a little bit. We talked about scoring drought earlier. I I respect the fact that Peter's not willing to put a prediction or do anything. I get that working for the front office. Is this where our scoring drought ends? Yes. They they have conceded 30 goals on the season. Yes. Third third worst in the league. It's a clip because they played 18 matches already, if I did my math right. Four plus ten plus four is 18, right? So they're averaging about 1.66 goals a match. They're giving up. That, That lends to if we can get a goal or two, we're right on pace with what their average is. Well... Who do you think we start? I think Evan and Greg are up top, easily. Um, I think Jay likes bringing Ricky on as a sub more because he, he brings a different pace. Uh, you know, we talked about it a little bit. I, I think Devin starts, but I think it, this is kind of a get right game for Devin. He, he looked okay against North Texas. Kids played a ton of minutes. Here's where I'm gonna diverge from you. Okay, let's hear it. Considering the team that NCFC is, mm-hmm. I think we're looking at Austin Ooh. and Ricky up top. Ooh. That's but interesting. Just I, thinking like we could we could just get goals anyway, so put some well, other guys up top. I, I think both of them need the confidence boost. Yeah, the only the only reason I think Greg's up there is consistency, and if he can if he can get his uh, goal scoring going again and get his confidence, uh, where's he at in Golden Boot? Tied for second or third? Uh, third or fourth right now? So I mean, you know, if he got a goal or two in in North Carolina, he doesn't score away from home a whole lot, so it'd be nice for him to do that. Well, I I think bring him on as the sub. Okay, late, keep late keep game. his legs fresh. Yeah. You know. Give him a break. He's earned it. Uh, as there was a great reel on uh, Parliament Instagram, uh, him, what was it? No. Uh, he, there was at least one defensive tackle that Greg made. Yeah. And it was a beaut but yeah. he doesn't happen too often with forwards either. no I mean with your nine you're typically not expecting them to be a defensive player and he has <laughs> usually when strikers tackle it's a yellow card so <laughs> yeah it, and it was clean it was good and I I think giving him the travel but giving him the rest yeah I can let see him it. see how everybody else is meshing give him a little bit more of the view and then coming on and scoring late then the only thing i would say is instead of austin i maybe see evan just because he needs the minutes for fitness i, I think i think you sub both on or you think you sub uh, greg and evan on i can i mean i can see it both ways i, I think evan just needs minutes in yep. one way or another just to, yes you can you can run you can do all this stuff in practice but you need game minutes Yep. is this where we see you all back then a team okay on the other end of the game. This is why North or NCFC's lost ten matches. Not only are they conceding one point six six goals a match, they also don't score a whole lot. Their top yeah. scorer has four goals on the season. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at us last season, we had goals from around the team. Yeah, and Conway, what six? Six. Yeah, was the yeah where he. So I, I can't say that, but I think we're definitely looking. We're definitely looking at some changes, and we're looking at an abnormal lineup, and not for other reasons than just we're playing. Exactly. The, we're playing North Carolina. We had that that Twitter question uh, the last time you and I were on of when do they experiment with lineups again? And I think we both said these are the games. Yeah. When when you're playing the bottom team in the league, a team that can't score and gives up goals, it's a good time to try and get some guys on the pitch that don't normally get a lot of minutes. So I can see that, especially if we keep the center of the park somewhat similar. We know Dami and Sosa are going to be on the outside. That's going to help a ton. You start... Go ahead. Yeah. Do we control the midfield? (laughs) Yes. That's going to be a key to the game, right? One (laughs) of the three keys to the game. Well, I mean, but it doesn't matter if it's JP, Toby, Devin, whoever's in the middle... Whoever we throw out there, we're we're going to outclass them in the middle of the pitch. You can get Amir some minutes in a position he maybe feels more natural at in the center of the par- in the park. I, you know, I don't know who do you throw. I sorry, I'm really distracted right now because the music right now is the Pokemon theme song. It's throwing me off. <laughs> I'm like, this is at a bar in Omaha. It's cool. Uh, Kamara worries me. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, but he's a loanee too, right? Yeah, he's a yeah. uh, loan from Louisville. I yeah, think. that sounds right. Yeah, but and I, he's been probably their best player. Yeah, throughout the season. I mean, considering their average age uh, is younger than their U twenty three side. Oh my god, yeah. Like it, it's well, there was a couple games they played. What fifteen year olds? But heads up, all right. Um, prediction on the score. So, I haven't sent it into JR yet, so this is a little early for me, but uh, I think we win 2-0. I'm going to throw a 3-0. Okay. Yeah. And I think Ricky's going to get his first, I think Pancho's going to get one, and I think Conway's going to get one. Okay. Sorry, Greg. I want to save your goals for home. That's fair. Um, I think we get one from the midfield, and then one from a striker. Uh, I would love to see Ricky get his first. Uh, I would love to see Ricky get his first at home, but... It doesn't matter. If you're getting your first, you're getting your no, first. I, I, I need Ricky to get his first. No, yeah, no. Like I, we I, talked about it when we were on last time together. Yeah. His, his run in the World Cup qualifiers, and and who he scored against, just yep. tells me more than I need to know. So yeah, I, I, I think we both agree it's going to be a win. Yeah. I think anything less than a win from this is going to feel disappointing. Yeah. Um, for the, I mean, for most people that have been following the league, so. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go
1: to our last question. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Who gives a hoot? We do.